Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of The Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host, and your dungeon master for another thrilling D&D adventure. Joining me here today, we have... Daniel, playing Shedfleet. Ahel, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. I'm Waffle, playing Tarjik Psycho. Uh, we do not have any fan mail this week. I know, very sad, very sad. Uh, nothing from Patches. Patches, where are you? Patches, we miss you. <laughs> Patches come back. <laughs> Blame it all on me. Uh, well, we kind of do that anyways, but sure. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not this time. This time I am prepared. All right. Uh, who wants to give us a recap of what happened last time? Uh, we met with the Duke, the Duke of Onyx. I uh, went really well, considering our track record. Yeah. Um, he generally seems to like us, but says, hey, yo, the more you can do for us, the more we can do for you. So the rest also of the does episode... Not, does not appear to be a cultist. Okay, first also glance, seems, seems on the level, right? Uh, the rest of last time was preparing to go fight some fire elementals, because that's a problem they're having, and that's a problem we're going to try and solve. Not fire elementals. Lava, right. lava, lava elementals. elementals. Sorry. And we're, we have secured most of the equipment that we need to go fight them, including like fire resistant stuff, and we traded the last of our sapphires for it. Or, well, oh no, the, no. the schematics. We gave them the schematics for the fire gauntlets so that now yes. they can have them and make their own things with it. So, yeah. There you go. What are you doing? Does anybody else have anything they need to get before we get going? I want a price check and a movable rod, but other than that, I think I'm good. And a movable rod will run you 5,000 gold. Sold. Alright. Okay. I walk, I walk up to the nearest dwarf and I say, excuse me, where can I find ice arrows? We're at the <laughs> Enchanter's stall. They have everything yeah. laid out oh, okay. in alphabetical order. <laughs> How much are ice arrows? Or I guess ice bolts. Ice bolts are 100 gold a pop. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, um, I might, might grab like 10 of those, five. I don't know. What's your budget? I mean, I've got money. So more so, can we, uh, you know, skip ahead in time that my, my siege crossbow is we're, ready? We're going to sleep. Yeah. We're, okay. we're not going down today. We're going to sleep. So that way, uh, spellcasters who can cycle spells can swap out all of their stuff for cold magic, fire, whatever. Like. Fair. I would do the right, same, but fair, minor lock and stone. Pun intended. Alright, um, uh -huh. I'll take uh, 15 ice arrows. Alright, you obtain 15 ice bolts. Ice bolts. I guess we're good to go. We sleep. Sleep. We wake up in the morning. Everybody uh, sure. gathers around the table. I've laid out uh, the foreman's map. Which is, the... as I previously mentioned, I think, like, my maps from Emma's Paint. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I've gone over it, and I've done a little bit of my own sketching, and I've, you know, laid out some plans and things. And because of this immense tactical preparation and also the hearty meal that we experienced together as a family, everybody gains 15 <gasps> temporary hit points. Oh. And friendship. And friendship. Yeah! Yay! Yeah! Hey, we go and we get Leyland's crossbow, and also Falrock's hammer. Question mark. They're both question ready. Mark, question mark. Okay. Exclamation yeah, we point? grab them both. Uh, <gasps> I imagine receiving Falrock's hammer is going to be a little bit of a ceremony, so I will leave that to Desmond. Desmond. Um, anything you uh, you want to say or or do, or are you just picking up the hammer and waiting until the actual wedding to give it back? I was planning on waiting to the actual wedding to get it back. Well, but I need, need that. It for punching. <laughs> okay. I, I use that to hit people with. If, all right. So I, I'm gonna have. We'll have a small ceremony before we leave. Then. Okay. All right. It's like I was planning on having this done at the wedding, but this is, I guess, a little bit more practical uh, of a use than we have time to wait for. So mm -hmm. I. Um, flourish it out and hand it to him. I go, I've made some improvements to your hammer. Uh, and it has fire powers now and has been given a name. And oh, no. you should be able to read the name on the side of it. 
and indeed in intricate and elaborate uh, dwarven script, there is oh, no. there is a name engraved <laughs> on the side of your hammer. What is the name? Purse. So we can yell, hit him with your purse, Balrock. <laughs> as we're beating bad guys up. <laughs> and the 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 piece the resistance here to get the fire magic to actually work is you have to say the the power phrase. <laughs> oh my god, is this what I think it is? <laughs> my purse! I don't know you! I don't know <laughs> you! Oh my god, it's perfect. <laughs> oh god. You have to say it or it doesn't work. Okay, out of character, I love this. In character, Falrock hates this. Love it. <laughs> Correct. Incredible. Um, Leyland does raise an interesting point, though, that I also can't find like ice arrow stats in the list of magic items is it yeah what are we looking at here treat as fire arrows but with cold damage okay. instead of fire damage cool so i think it's like 1d6 cold on Fair top enough. of whatever on top of whatever yeah yeah that's fine elemental substitutions yeah. are one of the easiest and most efficient homebrews any dungeon master can do follow me on no platforms because I don't exist on most social media sites for more dungeon mastering tips. If you can't produce your own homebrew, store bought is fine. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what the uh, dungeon master guild is for. Yeah. All right. Uh, if everybody has all their stuff, uh, we have already been shown the route. So we proceed along that path and we go down. And uh, everybody's got all their gear and their armor, and we are looking like a real adventuring party as we descend into the forge, the foundry. Indeed. You uh, make your way down through Diangaya, and everything is like very well signposted. The streets are immaculately kept. Um, there isn't really a bad part of town. Which is it's a nice place. It is a nice place. There are some areas that are a little more rough and tumble with all of the, you know, refugees and exiles. Sure, but it's like it's like a lovable rough and tumble. For now. <laughs> the guards can only do so much before the people who are exiled for like legitimate reasons yeah, start showing up. That. Um but anyway, you make your way down and you Eventually, like, it's getting hotter and hotter as you proceed deeper into the volcano, obviously. Yep. You need to equip your Goron tunics at some point. <laughs> and you come to a point where there are... It's the, the dwarven version of police tape, which is just, like... Oh, yeah. Blocks of metal. Yeah, metal strands. Um, okay. Is there anybody here? There are a couple of uh, guards who are dripping with sweat and right. looking very disgruntled about their current posting. I uh, I don't even like break stride as I'm walking through. I just flash my shimmer guard uh, ID badge and I say, "We'll <laughs> take it from here, boys. Good work." <laughs> and I just slip under the police barrier and keep going. There are protests in <laughs> Dwarvish. Uh, I I stop and explain the situation. <laughs> okay. After after explaining to them and telling them that, you know, Halford sent you, they're more than happy to let you continue. Uh, one of them sort of muttering, if you want to get fried to a crisp, that's your business. And you proceed further down. Uh, things are a little less uh, polished and worked here. Like, the, the cavern walls aren't as high quality as they were previously because you're down in like the business sector nobody comes down here unless they have to yeah um and you reach the actual deep forge uh after a, a few more minutes walk and indeed there are all the usual things that you would expect out of um like a, a large dwarven forge that's kind of economy scale, right? Bigger than personal. This isn't where you go to get a new set of, you know, silverware for your grandma's birthday party. This is where you go for mass production uh -huh. and larger project, 
projects. This is also where they do most of their like rare metals smelting because higher temperatures, direct access to molten rock, all that jazz. Um, right. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing the uh, uh, um, Duke would have explained this, but was this a case of like the dwarves dug too deep and awoken these lava elementals, or like... no? That would be ridiculously cliche. Of course. <laughs> um. I think they just showed up, right? Yeah, they they sort of clambered up out of the caldera with no real explanation after, you know, in the middle of a work day. And mm-hmm. some dwarves died, uh, a fair bit of equipment was melted, smashed, charred, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, the dwarves tried to fight back, found that they were not particularly well suited to the task, and the sort of paperwork and bureaucracy necessary to get like a whole bunch of cold based gear had not yet been pushed through mm-hmm. by the time you got here. So they have not had a chance to take care of it themselves as wow. of yet. Fortunately for them, we're for, doing this. Yeah. The uh, teleferous crew is here to quote unquote, save quote unquote, the day quote unquote. Yeah. Are we still near the quote-unquote guards? No, you left them behind some time ago. Um, A lot less paperwork if we die anyways. Yeah. It's better for everybody. Yeah. Um, Right, so we're we're just heading our way down, um, trying to remember the layout of the uh, foundry. As I recall, we were given a piece of paper with a map on it, so I've also taken a T-snap just in case. Yeah. The paper is, like, smoking at the edges. Uh, you feel like if you take it any closer, it will probably just burn to a crisp. I, I cast prestidigitation to cool the paper. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, so that's Terrajux, uh occupied for the rest of this adventure. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, so we were supposed to go into, if I'm recalling right, there's, like, a central kind of foundry area and then there's like an offshoot branch and that offshoot is where the elementals are coming from i uh, don't think that's how i envisioned oh. it i maybe i explained it poorly i well i look at the map now which contains the canonical and has always been looking exactly the way it is and i say ah the according to the foreman's map the elementals are coming from replace this with the correct direction redacted um so what it is is you have you have the foundry which is sort of set up on a cliff overlooking the edge of the caldera which is Uh 50 75 feet below the lip um there is a rather ingenious and complicated looking set of like pipes and aqueducts set up that draw lava up out of the caldera for use in smeltering purposes and you can see that these are pretty heavily enchanted um just based on the the runes that are sort of inscribed on them um so you have all of this forge sort of machinery and equipment that's set up almost like a little a little camp or market um or you can think like low though i am to reference the hobbit movies the inside of the lonely mountain where they have all the like big urns full of metals and like a production yeah, right. line almost mm-hmm. um so it's all it's all set up such that work is done and lava is drawn up out of the caldera when needed the foreman told you that the elementals were climbing up out of the caldera and assaulting people working in the forge. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think we head for the caldera then, and then we'll start our investigation there and probably or have to descend down. Hear me uh, out. They said they were they assaulted people working the forge, so perhaps that's some sort of uh, I don't know um, trigger for them. 
Perhaps. Oh yeah. We like set up Fall noisy. Rock. We set up Fall Rock, working in the forge, and set mm. a trap. Oh, are we? Yeah, like turn on some of the machinery to try to lure them up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fight them on our terms. That's a good idea. Anytime we I... use Fall Rock as bait, I'm okay with it. I am a little Thanks. bit worried that if we don't know the source of the elementals, like maybe they'll get a, they're gonna keep coming. Oh sure, I, we we can take care of that. Um, so Joe, when you say caldera, um, we are talking about like this is an open top volcano, and you would be able to see down to this foundry from the outside, right? Like yes, if you were up on the very, or if you had let's say a gigantic tree ship that has ice artillery you could fire down into the caldera should the situation require it yes that is okay that is theoretically possible i will okay. note that the duke of onyx would probably not look kindly on things if a misfired round destroyed their entire deep forge uh-huh or I'm just saying, like, if, if you, you find out the volume of ice managed to freeze over the volcano, <laughs> quench yeah. their volcano, yeah. Um, I'm just saying that, like, if it turns out down at the very bottom of this um, volcanic forge, there's like a there's like one of those uh, magical gradient micro portals that leads to like the plane of lava elementals, or there's some like lava elemental nexus. And it's like, oh, it's too big for us to destroy by hand. I might have to grab Desmond and teleport us out and go get the ship. Sure. Just, uh, that is a plan that is on the table. I want to make that clear. Okay. But uh, for now, I like the plan of luring them up into our defenses. Uh, let's try that. Splendid. All right. Well, yeah. Uh... What would I need to roll to make some to actually try and make something, rather than just turn everything on and hope for the best? Um, I think that for forge work, strength is probably probably fine. Dexterity is probably fine. Okay. Uh, I will go with strength then. I will make a strength check. Splendid. So, what like is it like a, a walkway into the forge, basically like a like with the like uh, gaps and like you know that go deep down on each side or like what are we looking at here no so what you see is it's like i said earlier it's kind of set up like a marketplace there are um you see that there are minecart rails set up mm. um coming out of a different tunnel that probably lead to the mines and that's how they would transport ores here to be worked but um You've got the you've got the caldera. There's, you know, all the lava sitting down in its little its little spot. There's a cliff with about it's about fifty to seventy five feet, depending on where you're standing above that, and situated on the cliff and like a crescent, um, ledge, a very wide ledge is the forge that kind of overlooks the caldera. So you okay. you come out of your tunnel. The forge is set up in sort of like a crescent shape around you and then on the other side of that is the lava okay so could i do a investigation check to see if like i can kind of get an idea of where perhaps they've come from before or is it pretty obvious it's pretty obvious you can see that okay. there are there are chunks of stone that look kind of melted uh around the okay. lip of the caldera and a clear path of like damage and destruction through the forge where they they were rampaging Okay. You do not see any lava elementals situated, you know, within plain sight at all. I would there like to go. assist Falrock with the forging process, given that I exist as a sort of living bellows. <laughs> okay. Fair. All right. I guess, what are you trying to make? Uh, I was going to try and make a set of gauntlets. Just, just regular gauntlets. Just regular just... gauntlets. That's probably yep. going to take some time, but... That's okay. I, I just want to get things going and make a lot of noise. So, okay. Just bringing up the amount of metal. If I don't finish, then, you know, that's whatever. So, I but, would like. Sorry. I would... 13 yeah, on my uh, strength check to get things going. Okay. Um, 
yeah, you're able to light the fires. Um, you can, if you want to, you could try and activate the sort of lava piping system to get that sort of up to where that's you are. Probably what we want to do. Given sure. It, like, yeah. That, that's definitely. If anything's gonna make them mad, it's that. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna need metal to work here. with anyways. So yeah. getting the lavas step one. So let's do that. That will require an additional strength check. Cool. Uh, that's an 18. Okay. Uh, you are in fact able to get the the piping system going. There's a lot of gurgling. There's a lot of clanking. There are like several bellows start to huff and puff independently of any. So there's it's basically like there's a big wheel that you turn, and as you turn it, it kind of activates the other associated parts of things, and um, you start to see lava be drawn up through the pipes into these aqueducts and sort of splash down into the containers that are used for the forge work. All right. And I assume Leyland's on lookout here. Yeah. Well, I, I, I wanted to get on, like, see if I could find like, a good perch. Like, is there any place that I can possibly, like, climb up to to get a good vantage point? There are several of those large, like, smelting... I don't know what the word would be for them. Again, it's like those really big stone, like, buckets. Gotcha. You could mm. probably climb up on top of one of those. Sure. Okay. You aren't especially well hidden, but you are higher up than everybody oh, else. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to hide. I, I just want to be able to, like, look down and possibly see them coming. Sure. So. Okay. Um, Terrajux is assisting... Falrock, Ched, yep. and Desmond, what are you up to at this moment in time? I'm playing support. I'm happy with that. Okay. Kinda playing reactive, and truth be told, I'm just screwing around with my movable rod doing the robot. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. Okay. Uh, Ched? Yeah, so I'm going to wait for probably the first one, because I, I, I would like to be pretty close by when they first emerge mm -hmm. um just because if if i don't get close enough later i can't cast my, my plan is to find stragglers uh with locate creature um Does if, locate if we don't think that we've gotten elementals? them all let's find out it works on anything describe or name a creature that is familiar to you so it, it only fair works enough. on a creature if i've huh fair enough um only if I've ever been within 30 feet of one, so... Okay, that will probably happen. Yeah. I will also forewarn you that if you try to summon animals in here, they will take fire damage constantly. Uh, I have no plan to do that. Okay, thank God. <laughs> I was about to say, that would, that would really get you some complaints. And now oh, we can but... put a stamp on this episode that says no... No fey bears were hurt in the making of this episode. Yes. Imagine the smell. <laughs> I'd rather not. I've I've heard that bear meat is pretty tasty. Chad, can you summon 20 pigs? <laughs> <laughs> A feast. <laughs> um, got, the, uh, got the forges all warmed up. It's like, you know. Why not? A little bit Pittsburgh rare. <sighs> Okay, um, right. So, Falrock is, is doing his forging. Desmond is goofing around with the immovable rod. Ched and Layla. I guess would, would making just, like, a, a piece of plate mail, just, like, the front piece of a chest plate, that would probably be a larger piece and make more noise. I'll, I'll go for that instead. Just going to hammer out some sheet metal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That seems perfectly reasonable to me. And a massive, like, wrong, irresponsible utilization of the lava. <laughs> but that's fine. It's going to be a very nice plate mail. A very, very nice plate mail. Okay. 
So you uh, you get started on this, and you're you're working for a good twenty minutes or so. Uh, Leyland, could you make two perception checks for me, please? Sure. Uh, first one is total of seventeen, and the second one is a crit fail. Okay. That's how we're starting it. Yeah. So, um, you are keeping watch, you're looking out over the, over the caldera, and you don't, you spot, it could be movement down at the bottom, it could be something moving, or it could just be the lava naturally doing its lava thing. Um, you know, the stereotypical blorps and bubbles. Lava. Sure. Um, and then... You are distracted by Desmond sort of robot dancing past you, doing stupid <laughs> things with the immovable rod. And he's doing like the mind. No, I'm just sitting there on it. Thing. And you're like trying to figure out how I'm just sitting in midair, Lotus style. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's me, Desmond, just screwing around with my immovable rod instead of helping. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and that is why you do not notice, indeed, when five creatures made of magma sort of climb out over the edge of the caldera and make their way towards the source of the clanging and clamor of Falrock's forge work. Um, please roll for initiative. Everybody. 22 for me. <laughs> Are you kidding? Did you get oh another God. natural one? No, I got a crit success now. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the ball. So I guess a total of 25. All right. Let me, let's see. Leland is a nat 20. Who's next? Just give me uh, initiatives. I had a 22. Farrock is a 22. Then Ched with a 20. 20. And then I have 17. I don't know what Desmond got. Insane. Eight. Oh, perfect. <laughs> As is right and perfect. crew. Yeah. yeah. Classic. Leyland's distracted by Desmond and all of a sudden sees, you know, a glimpse of these things coming out of the corner of his eyes, like, oh, fuck, and <laughs> turns and ready to just unload. Sort by column F. That's upside down. Reverse sort. Every time I have to rediscover how to do this, because I'm bad at spreadsheets. Okay. Despite his lack of notice, uh, Leyland is indeed the first to act. Okay. Uh, there um... are five lava elementals. They resemble um, muck from Pokemon, so like a big blob with arms and a mouth and nice. fiery eyes, and they're sort of using their arms to grab chunks of ground and pull themselves towards you. They move surprisingly fast, considering that is their primary form of locomotion. Um, they leave trails of molten rock behind them, and they are all five of them converging on Fall Rock. Um, is any of them larger than the rest? No, they all I appear to be roughly the same size. All right, um, I want to. Uh take aim at the closest one to fall rock with my uh handy dandy new upgraded siege crossbow and unload the first ice arrow on it splendid uh that's a total of crap when was the last time we actually 14 <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, a 14 is insufficient to hit. Um, so, well, I can do it again now. You so sure can. Curse, and I try again. That's better. 20, 22? A 22 will hit. Okay. 
There we go. All right, so that is... Um, a total of eight from the bolts, and then uh, another um, four cold damage. Okay. Uh, that is this many. <clears throat> and as your as the ice bolt hits it, you see uh, a chunk that that was struck, sort of solidify a bit and it looks like the elemental moves a little bit slower uh for having to drag this solidified uh solidified stone along with the rest of its form nice um then i'm going to cast um use a bonus action to cast hunter's mark on uh the the closest one or the, the furthest one from fall rock um Whatever you want to put that as, and then I, I yell to them to try. I, I yell to the group to try to aim for their. Use your ice stuff on their appendages to try to slow them down. Okay. Or whatever is dragging them. Splendid. I Leyland has a lot more faith in my ability to be discerning than I do, so that's comforting. <laughs> Terajux's spells are <laughs> addressed to whom it may concern. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I hope this letter finds you. Exactly. <laughs> okay. If that's all you're going to do. Yep. Uh, that brings us to Fall Rock. I, I'm going to hold my ground. Uh, how close are they to me? Um, they are within 30 feet. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to hold my ground then, and I'm going to sling a couple of uh, sunbolts for some radiant damage at them. That seems wise. Uh, so that is a 14 and a 19. Uh, the 19 will hit, the 14 will not. Gotcha. Uh, that's only going to be four damage. Okay. Four radiant damage. Here's what we're going to yep. do. Uh because otherwise this is going to be very confusing. Um, <laughs> we're going to call them elementals one through five, okay. with one okay. being the closest to Fall Rock and the one that was damaged, and five being furthest from Fall Rock and the one that has the hunter's mark on it. Are okay. they sort of in a line, or what's their formation like? Uh, they're kind of in a semicircle approaching him. Okay. Cool, cool. Okay. Uh, I think it's Ched, then. Uh, and to be clear, Zachary, which which one were you hitting? Oh, I was definitely going at the closest one. Sorry. Okay, so that would be number one. Number one. Yep. Okay. And that, that's also the one that I hit with the arrow, right? Yes, correct. Okay. Uh, right. So, um, Ched, do a thing. Yes. Um, so, I'm going to... I don't know how close I am to them, but I don't need to be too too close um i assume i was close when i started because i wanted to be somewhere near where i thought they'd emerge yeah but i don't know how close i am to them we'll say that you are within 30 feet of the elementals okay then i'm going to fly um 40 feet away and then So I'm going to grab a pinch of dust and a few drops of water. I'm going to raise my hands to the sky and then thrust them down with um, some with a magical incantation. Uh, and rock hard ice will appear out of the air and strike them from above um, in a 40 foot radius. So I'm going to try and hit as many of them as I can. You will be able crush to hit them. two, three, and four with that. Okay. Then I will be hitting two, three, and four. They get a dex save, and the DC is... Um, 17. Okay. They did poorly. 
So they takes 13 cold damage and 7 bludgeoning damage. Okay. Let me update my sheets here. They are not happy about this. Not one And bit. the terrain... The affected terrain is difficult until my next turn. Okay. It's about. So they are... Nah. They are moving at a snail's pace now because large chunks of them are solidified and the area is just being pelted and pummeled with ice, which they hate a whole bunch. Ice? That's my least favorite. Yeah. Exactly. Um, which... Oh, and... As a bonus action, call down um, the bear totem. Um, actually, well, so yeah, we still have bear... temporary hit points right now, so I would hold on. They won't stack? Okay. No. Then I'll call down the wolf totem. Ooh. Shiny. Awoo. So everybody gets advantage on detecting creatures in the area and healing spells on a target. Grant everybody uh, bonus healing equal to my druid level. Wow. That's really nice. Very fancy. Okay. Um, Lava Elemental number two gets to go now. It is unable to get close enough to Farak to actually attack because its movement speed is currently five. <laughs> oh. Um... However, it is going to uh, sort of grow in size a little bit, and waves of shimmering heat spell, spill off of it. And I will need Falrock, Desmond, and Terrajux to all make constitution saving throws. Gosh. <laughs> the con I, save. Uh, uh -oh. I failed that. <laughs> uh, I got it's a 17. I'm proficient in con saves. I, I got a 16. Life. Uh, what did you get, Falrock? 17. 17, okay. So, you are going to take... Terrajux, you're going to take 6 points of damage. Desmond and Falrock, you're going to take 3 points of damage. This is fire? Yes. The resistance Ooh. has already been factored in. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Um, and uh, Desmond, your removable rod becomes... Too hot to touch. Falrock, the hammer that you're using to forge, also becomes too hot to touch. I drop it like it's hot because it is. Because it is. And that will bring us to Terrajux's turn. I um, shout at these creatures in Ignan, which is a language I am fluent in. Creatures of is fire it? and earth. Why have you come here? Why do you vex and hunt us? What purpose do you have here? Do they say anything? Um, I'm fluent in all elemental primordial tongues, so if they speak Terran instead, I could do that too. Fun fact, they speak both <laughs> Terran and Ignan. Well, we're going to have a multilingual conversation. However, <laughs> they are very stupid. Ah. Um, so... I can work with that. What you get is a a rumble of loud noises. Ah, uh, we need to make a giant earphones with this. Obviously, <laughs> great. And uh, I I shout to them, turn back. There is only death for you here. Death and coldness. Death um, for you. All right. Um. If I were to say have a sixty foot cone, how many of these could I get in it? Uh you could get all five of them and Zach and Desmond. Or Falrock and Desmond. If I it's part I of why I, I got have, myself up on a perch. I also yeah. do have um thirty uh forty five feet of movement that I can do before this spell. Can I like reposition to get most of them out of the cone you could reposition so that you like if hit... i if i moved up in front of fall rock he would no longer be in it yes but then you'd only be hitting two of them ah. but so i can't go like off to the side your best your your highest enemy damage efficiency and lowest friendly fire <laughs> rate is going to get 
Um, one through four and fall rock. Okay, uh, I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> Acceptable Sorry, fall rock. I can take it. Uh, I believe in you. I cast cone of cold. Oh um, boy! I I dip oh, two God. fingers into my cosmic wound and when I pull them out. Um, it it's like fingers formed in a ring, like I'm blowing a bubble with soap. But when I blow through my fingers, it is a biting blizzard from the edge of the world. And uh, everything that has the misfortune of experiencing it will have to make a con save. DC yep. is 16. I'd like to use heightened spell to give disadvantage to uh, number two. Okay. And then I have to roll a shitload of dice. Uh, you DC sure 16. do. Uh, very good at constitution, actually. Oh, boy. What Leolin didn't say is he wasn't trying to find a strategic place for the... <laughs> get out of the way of this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now is going to start every every battle with where can I be away from Terrajux? So. Uh, so that is going to be twenty eight cold damage on a fail and uh, half on a success. Okay. Twenty eight. That's that is a high number. Yes. Hang on, I have to do a little bit of math here. You know what? A creature killed by the spell becomes a frozen statue until it thaws. That would be quick here. <laughs> okay. But we'll see. Uh, that one... Sorry, I had to get the calculator out because I'm bad at math. And also, it's my day off. <laughs> Minus this many... And then, um, that. Okay, they are. They're not looking. They're not looking very good. Farrakh also a little chilly. Did you, I that see that they're again? still alive, and I I snap my fingers in disappointment. I say that's no good. Oh, Lord! Rocks fall on Terrajux. <laughs> He is crushed by a boulder uh. that then rolls with his body still pasted to it into the caldera, and he is reduced to his constituent atoms. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Are you finished? Yes. Okay. Um, elemental number, or fire elemental, lava elemental, you've got me doing it. Number one. <laughs> Is going to be able to reach Falrock just barely by the skin of its teeth? Question mark. Yeah. And it is going to swing. The film of its grime. Yes. <laughs> it is going to swing at you with both of its uh, molten fists. Okay. What is your armor class? Sixteen. Okay. One of those is going to hit. You are going to take five points of bludgeoning damage and um, three points of fire damage after your resistance. Okay. If you are wearing anything like your clothes, no, because you got the fire resistant clothes. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Your your beard is in danger of being singed. This won't do. Un this this will not do. Uh, lava elemental number four is going to veer away from Falrock. It's going to go to the uh, supports that are holding up the sort of large stone buckets that Leyland is standing on, and it is going to start burning through them such that oh. Leyland will soon be deposited on ground level. And it is now Desmond's turn. Well, my movable rod is too hot to touch, right? It sure is. Then I'm going to throw a ray of frost at um, number two. Okay. Do that it. is a seven plus like a billion. <laughs> That's 14 to hit. 
14 will not hit. Then poo. And I'm going to guard my uh, immovable rod. rod until it uh, cools off enough for me to put it back in my bag. I 100% thought you were going to cast Ray of Frost on the rod so that you could pick it up again. You know, you know, I I went back and forth about three times. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, this is what we land, landed on, so that's, that's what I'm going to do. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Uh, the remaining two lava elementals are going to go now. Um, one of them is going to scoop up a fistful of molten rock and chuck it at Terrajax from his lofty perch. What's your armor class? Uh, it's a 12. low number, yes. Very low number. That's going to hit, and you are going to take... That's not the dice I wanted. You are going to take six points of bludgeoning and two points of fire. Okay. Um, and lava elemental number five, which was the furthest away from fall rock and has the hunter's mark on it is going to join uh number four in attempting to bring Leyland down from his perch um and between their combined efforts the stone the stone buckets are going to tip and topple over uh please make a dexterity saving throw sure Oh, that's a total of 17. Okay. Uh, so you managed to mostly gracefully uh, land on your feet amidst the rubble and crashing, taking only mm -hmm. three points of bludgeoning damage as you are bombarded by rocks, and you scrape your arm a little bit. Oh, okay. Owie. And that brings us back to Leyland's turn. Okay, um, so how close are they now? So you are standing more or less directly in between four and five. Okay. Um, one and two are very are near Fall Rock, and then um, three is kind of standing back and preparing to throw more chunks of rock at Terrajux. Okay. Well, she would. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to uh, fight uh, fire an ice arrow at five that has the hunter's mark on it. Sure. Um, that is a total of 16. 16 will hit. Congratulations. So with hunter's mark, I get 2d6, one for the... Uh, Ice and one for the Hunter's Mark, yeah. So that is uh, 14 damage from the Bolt. Oof. Uh, three Cold damage. And another six damage from the Hunter's Mark. Very impressive. It roars in anger. Uh, Terajux, okay. you are able to translate this to OW! <laughs> <laughs> Alright. And I'm going to do it again. See if I can finish this guy off. Maybe. I don't know how much health they have. Uh, that is 22 to hit. Uh, yes, that, that will do it. Okay. Uh, 9 damage on the bolt. Okay. Six cold damage. And two from the hunter's mark. So that's going to be math numbers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you you do a fair hurt to uh, number five there. He's not happy okay. about it. Very upset. Anything else? Um... You said I'm in between them, right? Yes. Okay. Well, you will provoke to... attacks of opportunity. If yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I guess I'm just going to stay where I am. Smart. Smart. 
Uh, Farak, it is your turn. Yeah, so there's this guy right in front of me, and I don't want him to be there anymore. <laughs> um, so I'm going to start with... Uh... Yeah, I'll just start with two unarmed attacks. Seems just punch reasonable. him. Yeah, just I'm just going to punch this creature made of magma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What could possibly go wrong? Fire could possibly go wrong. Uh... Well, that's uh, 19 to hit on both. Those, those will both hit. Okay. That's going to be a total of 18 damage. Uh, combined? Yeah, combined. Okay. Let's see. Minus 18. It is still standing. Um, you will... Gosh, oh, that's where they get you. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. You are going to take some damage from this because yep. you are you are literally punching lava, <laughs> which is... There we go. Ah, I wish we had your gauntlets. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, pun Editor Joe, Punching Lava is the episode title. <laughs> you are going to take six points of fire damage, and the, the resistance amulets were great because... Their attacks, yeah. their attacks are are reasonably okay. Um, what about the laden frost effect? Dwarf who who yeah, lost arm plunging it into lava smugly refuses to tell anyone what it felt like. <laughs> yeah. Um, their the like melee retaliation is two d ten. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think you got that amulet, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Um okay. okay, so two attacks. Would you like to do anything else? Uh yeah. It turns out the laden frost effect does not apply to magic. Uh <laughs> so I'm going to backpedal uh thirty feet, incurring whatever attacks of opportunity are possible. Uh-huh. Uh and I'll point to shoot some more sunbolts at this guy. Seems reasonable. Uh, the attack of opportunity misses. I assume that you like reverse tuck and roll, which I guess is a backflip, actually, now that I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. about it. Um, to protect your beard and the the swing goes low. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Um, Chad. So these... Go ahead. Uh, both my attacks miss, actually. That's okay. very low. So... Alas. Rip. Chad for real this time. Uh, ice falls and they die. Um, how many of them can I hit with a 40 diameter ice storm? You can hit one and two, you can hit four and five, or you can hit three. One and two are attacking Leolin? One and two are attacking Falrock. Four and five are attacking Leolin. Three is attacking okay. Terrajax. Well, I feel like Leolin's in greater need... Because Fallout got away, right? Yeah, yes. I'm out of Leyland's it for the time being. still, like, dangling above two molten No, no, I'm, I'm, on, no I'm on the ground. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he, got, he, is, he is between two lava elementals, which is Zach Galifianakis' new, yeah. <laughs> new show. Spicy, yeah, spicy between the, the ferns. Between two lava elementals. D&D edition. A great title. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, Ice Falls and they die um, on... The, the two elementals attacking Leyland. I'm going to cast at the 6th level this time. Ooh. So they take oh. an additional um, 1d8 bludgeoning damage. Was that 6th level or 5th level? I meant 5th level. 5th, okay. I was yeah. like, wait, um, why do you... So yeah, I'm just cheating. Ched's <laughs> actually been level 13 this whole time. Yeah, uh, you guys just didn't know that, Joey. And you haven't reincarnated you. into a bird yet? <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time we had. Yes. Okay. Level. <laughs> so. All right. So what's happening? Seventeen. Seventeen dex save. Uh huh. For eight, twelve, twelve cold damage, and that is not a D eight. That's a D ten. And you are you uh, remind me able to exclude Leolin from this area of effect or no? 
No. Okay. Let's say, considering I'm between them, I, I yeah. did not think so. And then uh, 17, just... 17 bludgeoning damage. <laughs> okay, 17 okay. bludgeoning and how much cold? Um, I think I said 12. Yeah, 12. 12. Okay. Okay. Uh, half if half if you make your deck save of seventeen. Yes. Yeah, I, I saved. Uh, number four is reduced to shards of ice and gravel beneath this onslaught. Five is hanging on by a thread. How much? How much bludgeoning was it? Uh, seventeen. I'm a, okay, and then it was what? Eight cold. Twelve cold. Twelve cold. Twelve cold. So six cold. Okay. Or do I get the whole even on a save? Do I get all the cold damage? It's half for both. For both. After both. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're good. Okay. Uh, after Ched, it is number two. Number two, I don't believe, has been accosted by frost, a frosted, um, by anybody as of yet. So it is going to surge over to Falrock and give him the old one-two lava punch, or attempt to, anyway. Uh, both of those are going to hit. Oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy. It's okay. You're taking half damage for one of them. So that's going to be... Five bludgeoning and two fire, and then four fire and four bludgeoning. Okay. And that's about all it's gonna do. Terra, Terrajux. All right. Do you think? Uh, I'm using quicken spell to attack with ray of frost and frostbite. So ray of frost is going to be a 16 versus AC. 16. Uh, I'm attacking the one that threw a rock at me. Um, okay, number three. Yep. It, 12 cold damage if that hits. Yes, very good, sir. Uh, and then Frostbite, I made a mistake. My DC is actually 17, so 17 versus Khan, and that will be 7 cold damage if it fails. Okay. Nothing if it succeeds. Uh, it does fail. So that's okay. a total of 19 uh, cold altogether? Yes, correct. Okay, it freezes and... Uh, sort of breaks away. And uh, once more, I will shout at the remaining um, elementals here. There is only death for you here. There is only stillness and the cold. Flee while you still can. And then I am going to uh, fly sort of over in the direction of Falrock, and I'll kind of like dip and swoop and weave down below the uh, forge equipment so that I'm harder to hit with rocks. Okay. You know what? There's such an easy analogy here for this, and I can't believe I it, I missed it until now. They're literally the fire titan from Hercules. Yep. That's what I was mad at. <laughs> oh. But without legs. Yeah, yeah. I guess he doesn't really have legs in the movie. Some of this art shows him with legs. Um. Anyway. And that's my turn. Yeah. That brings us around to number one, who's going to dip in at Falrock and attempt the thing. It misses twice, and now it's Desmond's turn. Is my movable rod still really hot? It is less hot now. I, I touch it. Does it burn my hand? Um, no. Okay. I pick it up, I inactivate it, and I yell at Falrock. Um, do you want to fight steam elementals or lava elementals? <laughs> uh, lava? I can okay. punch lava. I pull out my decanter of endless water and I aim it at <laughs> Firehose Strength at both of them that he just ran away from. Okay. Uh, how do I want to do this? Go ahead and make, make an attack roll for me. D20 plus your wisdom. That is an 18 total. That will hit. Uh, 
time I want to <laughs> do this. It does extra damage because he's a licensed fire marshal, right? <laughs> For every... Aim at the base and spray. <laughs> All right, hang on. I need to do a quick... Uh, how much water does a decanter of endless water produce gallons. per round? <laughs> yeah. Uh... 30 gallons, it looks like, if you're using the geyser action. Good lord. <laughs> That's okay. a lot. So, per the stat block here, lava elementals take one point of cold damage for every gallon of water splashed on it. Oh god. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, so you... We're going to cut that in half, because you're splitting it between the two of them. Yep, I'm um, splitting it. Lava Elemental That's 2 evaporates in a cloud of steam. Lava Elemental 1 roars in pain and is not looking very, very good anymore. The two remaining elementals are very much on their last legs, or they would be if they had legs. Um, definitely struggling to maintain cohesion here. Shouldn't have been on fire on my watch. <laughs> <laughs> rookie mistake. Marshall Desmond has returned. Yeah, he's got his fire. He's got the little badge on, and he's wearing a fireman's hat, which you're not sure where he got it from. Well, it's um, his coat is reversible, and I assume his hat is as well. He just pops his captain hat inside out. Oh, and it's a, it's a firefighter hat. Yes, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, number five is going to attempt to immolate Leylin in its last moments. Oh, lovely. Armor class? Matthew? Uh, seven. Thank you. Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, yeah. One of these will hit. So you are going to take um, three points of fire damage and seven points of... Nope, I read that wrong. No, yeah, seven points of bludgeoning. Um, and then we go back around to Leyland. I'm gonna try to finish this one off. It's been pounding me here. Yes. Uh, 25. 25 will hit. Um, that is 12 from the bolt. Three cold... And four from the hunter's mark. Uh, your arrow pierces it, and it does like a big lava plop. And when, like a like a lava bubble coming up and bursting, and when it bursts, there's just nothing left. It splashes on the ground and dries up. Beautiful. Um, you said there's one other one. There's one more. All right. Uh, I first uh, use a bonus action to put my hunter's mark on it. Okay. And. Fire one more arrow. Pachoo. Oh, 14. 14's not going to do it. Yeah. A lot of 14s. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of threes tonight. Oof. All right, that's it. Uh, right. Next is Fall Rock. Hey, uh, so I'm going to, uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and spend a key point to use the dodge action. Uh-huh. Uh, and when I dodge, that allows me to heal using my hit dice. Of Give me course. one second, because I haven't used this in a long time. <laughs> real combat, listeners. Real bona fide combat. Gotta give them what they gotcha. pay for. Okay. Uh, so yes, I roll a hit die and I heal uh, based on what I roll. Uh, that is going to be a total of 11. Okay. 11 hit points. Yep. And that was a bonus action. So then for my action, I'm going to uh, attack the thing that's number two got to me, yeah? Uh, number two is dead. Number one is the only one that's left, which is okay. right up in your face. Right. I, I'm i going to 
gonna run back then and uh, shoot it with some uh, radiant sun bolts again. Uh, and those are much better than last time. A uh, total of 20 and a 23. Those will both hit. Uh, and that's going to be a total of 12 between both hits. Um, cool. So your sunbolts pierce through it, and it too loses its cohesion, collapsing into a bubbling lava mess. Um, and there are no more lava elementals. Well, alrighty. You... For now. Yes, congratulate yourselves on a, a job well done, and turn around. I'm momentarily taking care of your uh, control of your characters for cinematic <laughs> effect. <laughs> and you hear uh, a rumbling behind you, and then a hand the size of all five of them put together lands on the edge of the, the, the forge. And then a second hand, and then a truly enormous lava elemental pulls itself up uh, over the edge. And that's where we're going to stop. Oh, dear God. We're not even going to get the, the Legend of Zelda title card of what the monster's <laughs> name is? No, that's for next time. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, so, this has been another exciting episode of The Alchemist Club. Action-packed this time for a change. Uh, I've been Joe, your host and your dungeon master. If you wish to get in touch with us, if you want to write in patches, um, <laughs> you can find us at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. And you can find our podcast on just about any podcast hosting service you can imagine. Give us a listen. Tell a friend. Leave a nice review. I know we have at least one nice review. Um, I would love to have some more. Matthew, what are our social media accounts? You can find us at the Alchemist underscore Club on Twitter and at the Alchemist Club on TikTok. And our intrepid, only partially barbecued adventurers today were. Ayo, playing Chad Fleet. Ayo, who uh, should have brought a bigger fire hose playing Desmond. <laughs> I'm Zach, and I play Falrock, who punches lava. I'm Matt, and I play Layla. Waffle playing Tarjux. Thanks for joining us.